0: Welcome, everybody, to episode number 10. And we're so honored that uh, you're tuning in today, and we're excited. We have some uh, announcements this morning, and uh, a new episode will be released on every Friday at 6 a.m. on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Then it airs on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., through 11 a.m. on Victory Radio Station 100.9 FM in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All these can be found, all these links can be found on he'snotdoneyet.com. He's not done yet.com. And uh, we're so honored that you would be tuning in today. Uh, We also want to invite you to church, to the First Pentecostal Church on 1401 Calvary Road in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, We have church at 10.30 a.m., 7 p.m. on Sunday, and then on Tuesday is our midweek service, and it's at 7 p.m. You're more than welcome to come anytime, and we look forward to seeing you there. Reach out to me if you would. You can Reach out to me for prayer, uh, testimonies. Um, You know, if you had a miracle, I'd love to hear from you. My cell phone number is 501-339-8017. That's 501-339-8017. This morning's scripture comes from Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Well, today we have a very, very, very special guest. Uh, he is a friend of mine. Uh, he is somebody that uh, I truly love. That um, He uh, is a, uh, a minister of the Word, and um, I look up to him greatly. Um, he has been so kind to me and my family. Um, he has had me over for dinner. He has fed me like nobody's business. And um, I tell you, I truly love this man. He is one of my heroes. And Brother Townley, we want you. Um, Brother Ron Townley, we want you to come in and and just obey the Holy Ghost, brother.
1: Praise the Lord, everyone. Brother Billy Mack, it's such an honor to be here today. I am moved to tears. And uh, whoever listens to this, I pray that it will not be a waste of your time, but rather the Word of God and the Spirit of God will encourage you and give you some of what you need to live for God. Let's go to the Word of God today. I'm going to be reading a little lengthy, but I feel like I need to do this to get the context of where we're going in this message today. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning with verse 32, and I'll be reading down through verse 40. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and the pro- of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, Wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stop the mouths of the lions, quench the violence of the fire, escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. One more place of scripture, if you will, Genesis chapter 22 verse one through eight. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, behold, here I am. And he said, take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with me, the ass, and I and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here, am I, my son. And he said, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb or where is the sacrifice for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Let's pray again just momentarily, if you will. Father, we come to you right now. I need your anointing today. I need your anointing to flow not just through me, but everyone that listens to this, God. And help me, help me, God, portray what you have laid upon my soul, my spirit for this moment, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. What I've read to you today is very, very familiar scriptures. And I personally, as many other ministers, have preached from this scripture many different times. I've used it to try to get people to realize you have to be totally sold out to God if you're going to live for him. Isaac is saying to his dad, Abraham, dad, I've been with you many times to worship God. This is not our first time, but we've never worshiped without a sacrifice. I wanna turn this around and look at it from a different perspective today. Many times, the devil tries to make us feel that it is such a sacrifice to live for God. We have to give up so much to live for God. Everything you do is so hard and it's such a sacrifice. I would like to tear down this lie today I would like to expose Satan for the fraud and the liar that he is. In doing this, it will give you power to defeat him like never before. And so I want to preach this message today with this subject, but with a question mark. Where is the sacrifice? Is there really? a sacrifice in living for God, or is that just something the enemy has put in our mind to use as a weapon? Let's look at some things that we feel we have to sacrifice to please God. If you live for God, you have to give up the things of the world. What the Bible says, 1 John 2.15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If you live for God, there are some things we have to give up. If you live for God, you have to give up lying. You have to give up cheating. You have to give up stealing. You have to give up cursing. You have to give up whiskey, beer, cigarettes, adultery, fornication, pornography, filthy conversation. If you live for God, you can't run around naked or dressed in such a way that uh, makes the opposite sex be attracted to you. If you live for God, yes, there are some things you have to give up, call it a sacrifice if you want. I personally don't. You have to give up fear. You have to give up depression. You have to give up loneliness. You have to give up ungodly living. You have to give up broken homes. You have to give up fussing and fighting and bickering all the time. If you live for God, you have to give up marijuana, crack cocaine, ecstasy, heroin, meth, ice, all these sorts of drugs today that are ruining people's lives and homes and actually making people into a person that they don't even like themselves. If you live for God, you don't get to live a homosexual lifestyle. If you live for God, I'm sorry, you can't be a lesbian. If you live for God, you don't get to beat up on your wife. Or today, wives don't get to beat up on their husbands. If you live for God, you don't get to abuse your wife and your children. If you live for God, your wife and children don't get to hide and run when they hear dad drive up in the driveway wondering what is he gonna do to us this time. If you live for God, you can't steal. You don't get to rob people. If you live for God, you have to give up being in trouble with the law. I'm sorry, but if you live for God, you just don't get to go to jail. And you don't get to spend your life in prison. And I hate to tell you, but if you live for God, you don't get to go to the gas chamber. You don't get to go to the electric chair. You don't get to have lethal injection because of the sins and the misjustices that you've done. If you live for God, you really have to cheat yourself out of a lot, don't you? Please tell me again, where is the sacrifice? The devil tries to make us believe we have so much to give up, but there is no sacrifice in living for God. What about all this praise and worship? I mean, many times we go to church and we've worked all day and we're tired and and we just don't feel like worshiping. We're we're not allowed to just come there and sit on a pew and, and not be involved. Can I tell you something? I've never came to church, no matter how bad I felt, no matter how tired I was, that I didn't feel much better when I left, when I involved and participated myself in worshiping God. Satan knows because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. When we begin to worship God, we are moved into his presence and the joy of the Lord gives us strength and power to walk out of that service and go back into life and stay victorious. That's why the devil does not want us praising God. Satan knows if he can stop you from praising, then it will not be very long until you begin to look at everything you do for God as a sacrifice. Would you tell me again, Mr. Devil, where is the sacrifice? Oh yes, if you live for God, there's something else you have to give up. I really really hate to break this news to you. I hope it don't upset you too bad, but if you live for God, you just simply don't get to go to hell. Not possible. You're not going to do that. Again, where is the sacrifice? For Abraham to live for God, he had to sacrifice. For Moses to live for God, he had to sacrifice. For David to live for God, he had to sacrifice. But Isaac said, Dad, where is the sacrifice? Abraham did not even realize the fullness of, of about what he was about to say. But the spirit of prophecy came upon him and he said this, God will provide himself a sacrifice. Abraham did not even realize, but he was looking down through the telescope of time, seeing a mutilated Christ struggling up a hill called Golgotha, trying to carry a cross that bore your sins and my sins, and Jesus died the supreme sacrifice that day for you and I. And now, there is no sacrifice in living for God. He paid it all because Hebrews 11 said, God, have, having provided some better thing for us. All I can say to Abraham is eat your heart out, Abraham. Moses, I'm sorry. David, you should have been living now instead of then. You had to sacrifice to live for God but I want to ask you another time, Mr. Devil. Tell me again, where is the sacrifice to living for God today? Are you struggling with making up your mind whether or not you want to live for God? Are you struggling with making up your mind whether or not you want the Holy Ghost? If I were you, I would get up from wherever I am right now and I would find me an altar. It doesn't have to be in a church house. It can be at the foot of your bed. It can be at your couch. It can be at your coffee table. It can be sitting at, at a chair on at, at your dinner table. But I would find me an altar, and I would give my heart to God. I would ask him to forgive me of all my sins. I would find me a one God, Jesus' name, apostolic preacher, to baptize me the only biblical way, and that's in the name of Jesus Christ. Have you ever thought the thought, I wish I knew about life, what I know now, but I could start my life all over again with no past, with no sin, a clean slate, better than erasing a chalkboard. There's no chalk dust even left when this happens. That's what happens, sir, ma'am, young person, when you repent of your sins and you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, It's a type of the blood of Jesus being applied to your life. And when you and I forgive somebody, we don't really do it right. We forgive them, but we remember. If they ever do us wrong again, they're in trouble. But can I tell you something? God has the ability to do something that you and I cannot do. When you come up out of that water in the name of Jesus Christ, not only does God forgive your sins, but God forgets you your sins. The next time the devil comes to you and say, hey, you remember when? You just say, go talk to God about it. He don't even have a clue what you're talking about. He has forgotten it. It costs way too much to live in sin. That's the truth of the matter. To live in sin, there's heartache, there's trouble, there's depression, there's fear, there's pain, there's misery, there's sleepless nights, uncertainty, and worst of all, when you die, you spend eternity in hell. Come on, it's time to make a right choice today. Quit allowing the enemy to lie to you and make you believe if you live for God, you'll have to live a life of sacrifice and give up everything that is enjoyable and that and they have to give up everything that's good for you. Let me tell you one more time. If you live for God, where is the sacrifice? When you come to God and you trade your old lifestyle for your new lifestyle, it's like trading a shovel full of dirt for a trainload of gold. There is no comparison. So before we pray today, I want to say to you again, don't allow the devil to make you believe that you're some some underprivileged person if you live for God, that you're going to miss out on all this great stuff. Yeah, you're going to miss out on a whole lot of stuff, but it's not going to be great stuff. And you're going to gain the most beautiful, godly, precious life that you've ever even dreamed of having. God not only can, but he will liberate you and set you free through the power of the Holy Ghost and the baptism in Jesus' name. Can we pray? Father, we come to you right now. I thank you for being the great, great God that you are. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that I feel right now in this room. I thank you for the hope that I feel, God. I believe with all of my heart that there's someone, more than one, that's going to listen to this today. And God, you're going to help them turn their life around And let them realize they've been lied to over and over and over by the enemy, by their adversary, because there is no sacrifice in living for you. You became our supreme sacrifice. You took all the sacrifice out of it, God. Today, there's nothing but glory, nothing but peace, contentment, victory. And then when it's all said and done, we don't spend eternity in hell, but God, we get to walk the streets of gold and spend the time with you, Lord, and see the God that loved us enough that gave his life for us before we were even born. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me when I didn't even love myself. Thank you for not giving up on me, God. God, anoint these precious people that sharing this with us today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray.
0: Amen. Oh, thank you so much, Brother Townley. We are so honored that uh, you came today and uh, you have blessed us. Where is the sacrifice? I tell you, it's uh, been so good, so good. What an honor. And, uh, you know, and... What he was saying is is um that this is not this is nowhere near hard <laughs> you know, and uh it's just full of joy, it's full of great things and um I wanted to uh before we close out, I just want to tell you that um you may have questions, and uh just like when Peter preached the message. And uh, they asked him, what shall we do? And then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promises unto you, to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Hallelujah. We are so thankful and um, my pastor is fixing to sing a song, and it's called Worth.